Hi again, this is World Pastor Tony Alamo. This is program number 615. If you'd like to have a copy of it, Sharon will tell you how at the end of the program. Please state whether you want a CD or an audio tape. They're free, including postage and handling. I've got message, strong message uh, this evening. I've got uh, songs and letters. But right now, let's go up to the throne of the Lord and ask him to anoint this program. Father, anoint program 615. Anoint it uh, from heaven. Let everything that you're saying come forth and everything that you want me to say, uh, give me the unction to do it, Lord. Uh, for I ask it in Jesus' name that souls will be saved in the uh, church, will be uh, strengthened. Uh, close doors to Satan and open doors for us. Rebuke Satan, Father, and bind him in Jesus' name. And everyone says amen. Amen. All right, now here is the Jordanaires. I did an album with them, and they're singing Joshua Fit the Battle. Joshua, 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 Joshua. Joshua fit the battle around Jericho, around Jericho, around Jericho. Joshua fit the battle around Jericho, and the walls come a tumbling down. That morning, Joshua fit the battle around Jericho, around Jericho, around Jericho. Joshua fit the battle around Jericho, and the walls come a tumbling down. Good morning, fellow pilgrims. Pray tell me where you're bound. Pray tell me if you're headed to some far enchanted. Praise the Lord. Uh, the reason I've been doing all these messages on uh, polygamy is because the, the homosexual Vatican government is doing everything in their power to put people in prison, and yet there's no condemnation in the Bible on polygamy whatsoever. If a person can find it, well, then, you know, show it to me. Some people say Adam had only one wife. Yes, but things changed. Eve sinned, and uh, so did Adam. And uh, they were both naked, too. But we still don't run around naked uh, because of the fact that God said that we're supposed to wear clothing. 
And yet people are running around naked today. Now, uh, I, I am doing these messages to protect the people that are um, going to prison uh, because of uh, that they believe in polygamy. Uh, now, I also saw on the news for the Pope, who just came in yesterday to um, uh, pretend to uh, smooth over, make everybody believe that homosexuality is all right. But he said it's just he feels so sorry, he's, he's embarrassed because of the fact that the, um, of the homosexual, the pedophile that's in his... Um, the government, and with the, it is a government, they call it the um, papacy. But uh, at any rate, the Lord uh, wasn't embarrassed, or, you know, sad about it. What he did is poured out his wrath on Sodom and Gomorrah and caused all those people to be burnt up. And then in the New Testament, he stated that those people are worthy of death. You can just read and concentrate and meditate on chapter 1 in uh, Romans, and you'll see that um, God hates homosexuality. As a matter of fact, the Lord instructs us to hate. He says, hate evil. Uh, and the psalmist David stated in Psalm 97.10, Ye that love the Lord hate evil. Well, uh, there's plenty in the Old and New Testament to show that uh, if you love the Lord, that you're going to hate that evil because the Lord thinks it's so evil that they need to be burned up. Okay, now Proverbs 8, uh, 13 states, The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Now, I would assume that evil is uh, something that God burns up. And so this uh, homosexual pope comes over and says he hates, he's, uh, he's just so uh, displeased with uh, homosexuality and he said he's uh, embarrassed by it. Well then, um, why doesn't he prosecute those people there? The fear of the Lord is to hate evil. Uh, pride and arrogancy against the word of God and the evil way, which is homosexuality, and the froward mouth do I hate. Also, Amos chapter 5, verse 15. Hate the evil and love the good, and uh, establish uh, judgment in the gate. Well, in order to establish judgment, first we have to find out what proper judgment is. And judgment is the judgment of the Lord. We are able to judge all things by the word God's judgment. Zechariah 8, 17 states, And let none of you imagine evil in your hearts against his neighbor. And love no false oath, for all these are things that the Lord says, I hate, saith the Lord. Well, there's so many things the Lord tells us that we're supposed to hate. It was said of Job that he uh, loved that which was good and hated that which was evil. 
he eschewed evil. It means the same thing. Now, God, and we just read a uh, series of uh, things uh, yesterday on uh, the tape, or two days ago it was, about how that God called these homosexuals wicked. And he told Lot, the only just man in the whole city, to get out of there because he was going to burn those homosexuals up. He was going to rain down. He didn't feel ashamed of them and then do nothing. The Pope says, I'm so ashamed. I'm just so ashamed. Well, what is he hiding those homosexuals for? And why did they pay out 50 to 100 million dollars to quiet the mouths of the people's families that had been molested by the homosexual priests? Now that uh, is a sewer of corruption, the Catholic, the Vatican, the Roman Catholic cult. And yet you see people, so many people out there, which is not really that big of a crowd, they used to boast that they had a billion people, but they don't have any billion people anymore. Now they're saying, because the, um, now they're saying that only one-fourth of the United States believes that uh, in Catholicism is because they won't let them read anything other than the catechism and uh, you know, the newspaper, which is full of the, uh, the things that, uh, the lies that they tell on television and in the newspapers. It's like the media is the mouth of the Antichrist. The lying mouth of the Antichrist. Okay, so we have some letters today. Which one do um, do you have first, uh, Sherry? From India. India. All right, let's hear what they have to say. Dear beloved man of Christ, greetings from India. I'm privileged to write you once again to have your gracious encouragement for the upliftment of God's kingdom in this land of idol worship. By the grace of God and with your prayerful encouragement and heartfelt prayers, we've been able to reach many perishing souls with the good news of Christ. Dear World Pastor, I'm very happy to inform you that your literature is helping us a lot in winning souls for Christ. You've greatly explained... That's right. You know, so many Catholics come into our church, they move in, and they say they weren't taught any of the Word of God in the Catholic cult. And they're so glad and happy because now they have peace and joy in their heart. Um... Okay, so keep going. You have greatly explained the severity of God and the need to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Amen. The Lord, uh, you start out by rejecting the Pope, rejecting um, Rome, because if you don't, the Bible says that it'll be a blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. All those that um, hate the Lord love death. Uh, they uh, love evil, and they that means that they love death. And so that's why I'm preaching this uh, gospel. There's no place in the Bible that says that polygamists or those that have more than one wife should go to prison. Now, a lot of people think that I'm defending myself if they think I'm a polygamist. Well, you can think whatever you want, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. But I see all this to do on television and uh, where they've taken these young children captive. It isn't bad enough that they uh, do oral sex with them. 
And this is the uh, Antichrist government. And I told you before that they exalt the, the Catholics on television. You can't go anywhere on TV where they're not exalting this homosexual reprobate. And so therefore, um, you know, uh, it's, uh, it's something that makes me want to come out and tell the people that they're not walking with Jesus. They're walking with Satan, the Antichrist. That's just exactly where the Lord said Satan's seat is, is in Rome, Italy, the city of the seven hills or mountains. And I'm going to keep saying it uh, until there's one, even one breath left in my body. I'm saying it. So, uh, uh, you know, the Lord said, What and if uh, you shall see the Son of God, the Son of Man, uh, ascend up where he was before. That would be a pretty good endorsement, wouldn't it? If uh, Let's see if the Pope can ascend up. See if there's any man on this earth that can ascend up except Christ and the two witnesses of God. You'll see them ascend up all right. And uh, you'll see them go right into heaven, which will show you wicked people out there that the Lord was God. And um, it is the spirit that uh, will quicken a person. will be able to get them up into the kingdom of heaven. The life-giving spirit is the only spirit that can give life. Now, the Pope has no power whatsoever. He just feels so ashamed, he said, of this, all this to do about this homosexual mess. Well, if, uh, see, the Antichrist, the Bible states, Jesus said, that the children of the world, uh, and they are definitely of the world, these people, will not prosecute the children of the world because they're friends of the world. But me, Jesus said, they persecute. And if they persecuted me, they'll persecute you if you are preaching my word. It is the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, that quickens a person into the kingdom of heaven. The flesh doesn't profit anything. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. My doctrine is not my own, Jesus said. If uh, it was my own, if a person uses their own doctrine, well, they're exalting themselves. That's what the Pope does, and that's what all the Catholics do, because they love to sin. They don't want to stop sinning, and so they don't want to hear the words of God. They hate the words of God, and they hate uh, the judgment of God. But nevertheless, I mean, they're so foolish because soon they're going to be experiencing the final judgment of the Lord. God uh, is uh, currently pouring out his wrath on the earth. And these are just the beginning of sorrow. Now people are buying all kinds of devices to try to fight God's judgment on the earth. And there isn't anything they can do about it. Why don't you contact the Red Cross and see if one of those Honyaks will be able to tell you what to do in the, when the big meteorite comes down from heaven and smashes the earth, all the sewer lines, and when God burns up all the green grass, all the vegetation, what are you going to do then? Red Cross can't do anything. They themselves will be running for cover. But uh, there are some of you that uh, believe not. 
Well, the Lord says, uh, uh, he, he uh, states in the, that's verse 64. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who should betray him. Verse 65, and he said, therefore said I, Jesus, unto you that no man can come unto me. You can't come to Jesus unless it were given unto him of my father. Jesus said his father. Now, do you think that the Pope is Jesus's father? No, he's made clear that it's his father. That means God Almighty. This uh, reprobate is not uh, to be called father. And I understand he's not coming to uh, Los Angeles because there's so few believers here. There was just a few scragglers the last time the Pope came to the city. And I remember the media called me up and said, what are you going to be having your people do uh, while the Pope comes to town? And I said, absolutely nothing. That man means nothing to me or anybody in my church. I'm going to get them as far away from that parade that he's going to be in as it is as they can get. Because if anything ever happened to him, they'd blame it on us. Okay, so now what they're doing in this place in Texas, uh, they call it a compound. Anything that uh, is of a true Christian, and I don't know that the man is a true Christian or not because he doesn't get his doctrine out like I do. I get my doctrine out so people can tell that the things that they're saying about me are, are lies. So verse 66, from that time, many of his disciples, because of that saying, went back and walked no more with him. And a lot of people will not come to my church because I'm teaching. Now, if they did it with Jesus, uh, they'll do it with me. So the uh, people will move away from my church because it's a hard saying, you know, that people that it's all right, but it's not expedient to do it all because, uh, you know, we're in the United States and there's too big of a penalty to be uh, involved in a um, in polygamy by having more than one wife. So you just don't want to get married, folks, if you're going to do that. And you want to make sure that it's of the Lord, that the Lord tells you to do that because if you do... You're going to be in uh, something more than you ever dreamed of because there's so much persecution of anyone that will do things that have been approved by the Lord. Then said Jesus unto the disciples, the twelve, Will you also go away? No, they didn't walk with him anymore. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. So Jesus didn't run after them and said, oh, please uh, walk with me some more. He didn't want any of those kind of people in his congregation that didn't believe in him. They didn't believe the statements that he said. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, you believe this? All right, to eat my flesh and drink my blood. Oh, if you want to go, I'll go. Then said Jesus unto the twelve. Will ye also go away? Do you want to get out of here? Go! Then get out! Because, like, my doctrine is not my own, and it's never going to change. And so if uh, I say that it's okay, 
then it is okay. And if you don't believe that, then you're a doubter and then you're damned. So none of you will enter the kingdom of heaven. And Jesus stated that in the book of uh, Matthew and in John all over the place that they cannot go to heaven. This is John here. Now we left off uh, where in John last time? We finished chapter 7. Okay, so we're into chapter 8 now. All right, now you're finishing that letter, right? Yes. The continuation of the letter is the Messiah book, which is a book that I've written. Then what? The Messiah book especially is a great weapon for us in our work. Whenever I preach from this book, the people are beating their hearts and coming forward with weeping to accept the Lord Jesus as their personal Savior. Okay. I I also thank you for the ten holy Bibles in Telugu that were sent to me. I've distributed them to the people who are newly saved. I'm working among the people who have never heard the name of Jesus Christ, so we want to encourage them with regular gospel preaching. With the literature and holy Bibles, we can win many souls for the sake of establishing the Lord's kingdom in this heathen country. I request you to kindly send some more holy Bibles in Telugu, which can help the new believers become strong in the faith. I also came to know that you can also send taped messages. As your literature itself is helping me greatly in winning souls, I can imagine how powerful your messages will be. So kindly bless me with some of your taped messages to make myself and my fellow pastors spiritually strong. We're praying for you and your ministry every day. Please pray for us. We need your fervent prayers for everything we do for the cause of establishing the Lord's kingdom. I hope you will value this humble appeal and do respond prayerfully for winning millions of perishing souls in this area. We look forward to hearing from you. Your reply will be an encouragement to us and strengthen us spiritually. Thanking you, yours in his sincere service, Pastor Raj from Kalar Jadam, India. All right, praise the Lord. The reason I was reading, rereading chapter 6, or a portion of it, is because it takes quite a bit of uh, reiteration on scriptures to make it sink into skulls that have been so thoroughly uh, perverted by today's um, messages from the media. Now, the media is a very big weapon in the hand of Satan, uh, of the Vatican, of their regime. You can see how they are exalting the Pope everywhere. And really, according to the U.S. Constitution, they're not supposed to prefer any religion over any other religion, and that's what they do. And they're saying the same things about this guy. The first one wanted to be an actress. This one was going to be a philosopher or a teacher or a professor in some college teaching the rhetoric, the filthy rhetoric that they're teaching in schools today. The Vatican now secretly runs the um, public school system. They run everything in the country, and people are just not hip to it. And people think that being friendly with them, that you're going to prosper. No God is going to give you some good doses of sickness, disease, and infirmities. And you're going to be uh, very sorry for partaking in the Antichrist regime. Okay, now where were we in the book of John? Chapter 8, verse 8. Okay, go ahead. 
And again, he stooped down. And wrote on the ground. Right, nine. wrote on the ground. Now remember this, is that he's the one that wrote the Ten Commandments on enduring granite stone. Two tables of enduring stone. With his finger, he wrote it. And again, he stooped down. And again, it says, he stooped down and uh, he uh, he wrote on the, the ground. And nobody seems to know what he was writing. And uh, they, which heard it, did what? Being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. Then what? Verse 10. When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? Verse 11. She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Okay, now, the contingency for her not being stoned to death was for her to go and don't um, take tricks any longer and don't commit adultery or fornication any longer because if you do, a worse thing is going to happen until you will go to hell. He says, go and sin no more. Well, is that what all of us have to do? Yes. Okay, then what? Verse 12, Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. Okay, so I'm the one that's showing uh, all the dark sayings in the world and in the uh, spiritual realm. Then what? He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, uh, but shall have the light of life. You'll have the light of life. The Pharisees therefore said unto him, Thou bearest record of thyself. Thy record is not true. Verse 14, Jesus answered and said unto them, Though I bear record of myself, yet my record is true. For I know whence I came. I know where I'm from and whither I go, where I'm going. But ye cannot tell whence I come and whither I go. You judge after the flesh. I judge no man, because the, the doctrine that I preach is not my own. The word of God, which is me, uh, is going to judge. Uh, uh, he said, ye judge after the flesh. I judge no man. And yet, if I judge, my judgment is true. For I am not alone, but I and uh, my Father, I and the Father that sent me. It is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. Verse 18, I am one that bears witness of myself and the Father that sent me uh, bears witness of me. 
Well, how does the Father bear witness of Jesus? Well, would you say he raises somebody from the dead and hundreds of people from the dead and healing every known disease that there is? And would you say somebody that walks on the water is um, that that would indicate that uh, he's uh, he's uh, um, God is witnessing for him? Amen. Then said they unto him, Where? is thy father jesus answered you neither know me nor my father if ye had known me ye should have known my father also that's just the same way it is with people in this world when we do miracles when i do a miracle people see it and therefore, they know who I am. They know that uh, I must be of the Lord. If they cannot uh, lay hands on people, and if no one can see the people recover, then, of course, they are not of the Father. But when you see me do that, uh, and it's not like a floor show where you see it on television, where people are just praising the Lord and running up and down the aisle, and the next day they're in the healing line again. Verse 20. These words spake Jesus in the treasury, as he taught in the temple. And no man laid hands on him, for his time was not yet come. Verse 21. Then said Jesus again unto them, I go my way and ye shall seek me and shall uh, die in your sins whoa that is some kind of prediction that's what i'm saying to you folks out there um i go my way that's i'm going to heaven and ye shall seek me and you will try to um after i'm gone jesus said and after the apostles have gone off the earth completely and uh, you're going to seek me and shall die in your sins. Because I know your spirit, I know your soul, I know that you're not going to repent. So the Lord here, as uh, not only Messiah, but prophet, is telling them that they're going to die in their sins. You'd think that would just psych them out, that they would really uh, take that to heart and do everything in their power to repent. Whether I go, you cannot come. I'm going to heaven. You're going to hell. Then said the Jews, will he kill himself? Because they're so far out into darkness that they're saying, is he going to kill himself? No, he just told you that you're going to hell. Because he said, whether I go, you cannot come. You're not coming there. And of course, they're going to die. But verse 23 states, And he said unto them, Ye are from beneath. In other words, you are children of hell. I am from above. I am the kingdom of heaven. Ye are of this world. I am not of this world. Jesus is not in all of this world. And either is anyone else that is one of Christ's members.
of his body. Verse 24, I said therefore unto you that ye shall die in your sins. He repeats it to them. You're going to hell. This is a prediction and it's for sure Jesus never predicted anything that didn't happen. So you shall die in your sins for if ye believe not that I am he, the Messiah, ye shall die in your sins. Verse 25. Then said they unto him, Who art thou? And Jesus saith unto them, Even the same that I said unto you from the beginning. Verse 26. I have many things to say and to judge of you, but he that sent me is true. And I speak to the world those things which I have heard of him. Verse 27. They didn't understand anything that he was saying, that he spake to them of the Father. Verse 28. Then said Jesus unto them, When ye have lifted up the Son of Man, uh, then shall ye know that I am he, and that I do nothing of myself. But as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things. Verse 29. And he that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone. And I thank God that the Father, Jesus, the Father, and the Holy Spirit have not left me alone. I am not alone. I am never alone. For I do always those things that please him. Verse 30, as he spake those words, many believed on him. Verse 31, then said Jesus in those uh, to those Jews which believed on him, uh, I just want to pause here because the Lord wants me to tell you the reason that I'm tired saying these things about polygamy is to help the attorneys to defend those uh, 400 children that were taken away from their people on that what they call a compound so that they cannot be taken away from their parents. And I just pray to God that they will sue the state of Texas for everything it's got. Because they have no right to go in and break up children from their parents. So they did the same thing in my church many years ago. About 25 years ago, they came in and took all the little children's pants down. All these homosexuals and child abusers did it. And then they um, uh, asked them all kinds of filthy, lewd uh, questions. If you continue in my word, Jesus said, this is verse 31, then are you my disciples indeed. Verse 32, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. That's why I'm telling the truth about uh, polygamy, and I'm telling the truth about homosexuality, because if people continue being homosexuals, you make it impossible for the Lord to allow you to be in heaven. And you keep saying that um, 
polygamy or having more than one wife is of uh, the devil, then uh, you're saying that the word of God is the devil, and that's blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, you idiots in government. Don't you realize what you're doing to yourself? That's what I'm trying to do is save their lives. It's not so much that you're doing to them because you're taking them away from their mother and their fathers. But what you're doing is taking, uh, you're taking the very eternal life away from yourselves. That's how insane you are. Because blasphemy of the Holy Spirit saying that the word of God is of the devil is the same as blasphemy of the Holy Spirit, which there's no forgiveness in this world, nor in the world to come. Verse 33, they answered him, we be Abraham's seed. Another thing, too, is the Lord lets me know that we are our brother's keeper. Nobody else in the Christian realm is defending these people or defending myself or my church, all the different churches I have all over the world, because they believe that they're right and that I'm wrong. They believe that these people are uh, not of the Lord, and if they're forcing people to uh, have sex, then I don't believe it's of the Lord, uh, for sure, because the Lord doesn't force anybody to do anything. But this is the church of the Latter-day Saints. This is a big uh, church. They, they make it look like it's a cult. So what they're actually doing is calling the church of the Latter-day Saints, the Mormon church, they're calling them a cult. And if I were the head of the Mormon church, I'd go after these weasels so fast it'd make your head swim. But if you just sit there and let these people... Uh, let these uh, evil Vaticanites take uh, these people's children away from them and to put them in prison and ask them all these lewd questions, then you're of the devil yourself. So you're, you're your brother's keeper. Now get busy and start defending them or else you're going to be held accountable. In as much as you did it for one of the least of mine, you've done it unto me, Jesus said. And if you're not going to give aid to these people, uh, based on the Bible scriptures, and believe me, I've studied the Bible, and I've studied about polygamy for three years solid, and then that before I ever started saying anything about it. And I wrote a piece of literature many years ago called um, The Polygamists. And I wrote another one also entitled Legally Married at Twelve. But then you look in the book of Joshua and you see that Rebecca was married when she was 10 to a man that was 40. So everything is goofed up on this earth. Everything is jacked up. And the reason that it's so jacked up, it's because nobody that calls themselves Christians believe that we are our brother's keeper. If we see the government rising up against somebody, you're so afraid of the stinking government this antichrist homosexual government that you just let people go into captivity and into prisons and the children separated from their mothers and dads. This is the same thing they did at Waco. This is another Waco scene inspired by the Vatican. This is Waco too. 
And if you people don't stop this, they're attacking the um, Latter-day Saints Church. I mean, that's a big church. So you're next if you're not Catholic. And if you turn Catholic, then you really blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Now, verse 33, they answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and we, uh, we are never in bondage. We were never in bondage to any man. They weren't. Well, I thought they were in bondage over there in Egypt for quite a long time, weren't they? Yes. So why are they saying that? Because they're liars, that's why. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? Hmm? That's the question. Verse 34, Jesus answered them, Barely, barely, or surely, for sure, I say unto you, whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. Now, you people that are taking children away from their parents uh, and separating them, and uh, you people that are in the Vatican and you're priests, you're um, supposed to be priests, and you're having uh, oral and anal sex with these little boys, and all you're saying, all you're offering, you're not giving them any prison time. But everybody else gets prison time, you scum. What you're saying is that you're sorry, and we've given them billions of dollars. Can you buy your way? You know something? I offered to pay the Internal Revenue Service anything that they um, uh, that they said I owed. I didn't owe a penny. And believe me, I had the comptroller of Shell Oil Company as my professional witness and said, even if it wasn't the church, I wouldn't have owned anything. I wouldn't have owed them a, a penny. But I offered to pay them, and they wouldn't do it for me. But now the Catholics have bought everybody off. And it didn't cost the Catholic Church anything, and because... The Catholics run the Internal Revenue Service and every piece of money, every coin, everything that comes in to the Internal Revenue Service is uh, deemed and it goes right into the coffers of the Vatican. So they don't care. They spend billions and billions, 400, 500 billion, two or three trillion dollars. It doesn't mean anything because they're going to get it from you. And they all, uh, they're going to cause all of our industry to go overseas. And they're going to uh, make sure that your children, the, the bunch of those uh, bastards said, these children are our children. Not according to the Bible, Mr. and Mrs. Bastard, fatherless child. You're not, they don't belong to you. And you're going to find out on the Day of Judgment that they never belonged to you, and you went too far. You went well too far. Verse 35, And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth forever. If the Son, therefore, shall make you free. In other words, if the word of God shall make you free, if you believe it, then ye shall be free indeed. Verse 37, I know 
that ye are Abraham's uh, seed, but ye seek to kill me because that my word has no place in you. Now, the Apostle Paul said, all Israel is not Israel. Just because you're the seed of Abraham doesn't mean anything at all. A man called me up uh, who is an Orthodox Jew. And I was on the phone with him, and I'm an unorthodox Jew. And he stated uh, he wanted some of my literature, but don't send it to the apartment house where I live, because they'll kick me out of here. He read one of my books, and he really got turned on to it. Then he wanted me to start uh, supplying him with money to write a book. And I says, uh, he says, I said, if my words, the word of Jesus cannot come into your mailbox, I'm not going to write a check for you to get uh, your book done. And somehow uh, the phone uh, just gave in at that time, or else he just hung up because he knew that I had his number. Verse 38, I speak that which I have seen with my father and you do that which ye have seen with your father the devil is what he's talking about verse 39 they answered and said unto him Abraham is our father Jesus saith unto them if you were Abraham's children you would do the works of Abraham but now you seek to kill me a man that hath told you the truth, which I have heard of uh, God, this did not Abraham. Abraham never did anything like that. You people really are not, uh, you know, the sons of Abraham do what Abraham did. But Abraham never did that, did he? Okay, so verse 41, you do the deeds of your father. Then said they to him, We be not born of fornication. <laughs> oh, man. In, in other words, they're saying they all are of the immaculate conception. We have one Father, even God. Verse 42, Jesus said unto them, If God were your Father, ye would love me. For I proceeded forth and came from God. Neither came I of myself, but he sent me. Verse 43, why do you not understand my word, speech or my words? Even because you cannot hear my word. Uh, ye are of your father the devil. Verse 44, ye are of your father the devil and the lusts of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the uh, the truth. Okay, now the Lord just hit me with another one. You know, people that believe that polygamists are, are perverts are crazy. People are perverts that are not polygamists because what they do is they go to bed with two women at one time, or three, or four, or five. Uh, you just hear talk of it no matter where you go. But uh, the polygamous families don't do that. They're not filthy. And you're a filthy dreamer for believing such things as that. 
And the Lord does not want you to talk, think that way any longer. So be careful. So, um, so he was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he spake a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar, the devil, and the father of it. And so you people are the father. Uh, you, your father is a liar, and you do the same thing he does. Verse 45, because I tell you the truth, you believe uh, me not. Which of you convinceth me to sin? Verse 46, it says, of sin. But I say, which one of you can, we can convince me to sin? And if I say the truth, why do you not believe me? In other words, he knows what they are. Verse 47, he that is of God heareth God's words. Ye therefore hear him not, because ye are not of God. Verse 48, Then answered the Jews, and said unto him, Say we not well that thou art a Samaritan, and hast a devil? Verse 49, Jesus answered, I have not a devil. But I honor my father, who is God, and ye do dishonor me. Verse 50, and I seek not mine own glory. There is one that seeketh and judgeth. Verse 51, verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. Verse 52, then said the Jews unto him, Now we know that thou, that thou hast a devil. Abraham is dead and the prophet. And thou sayest, if a man keep uh, uh, my saying, he shall never taste of death. 53, art thou better than our father Abraham, which is dead? And the prophets are dead. Who maketh thou self? 54. Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my Father that honoreth me, of whom ye say that he is your God. Verse 55. Yet ye have not known him, but I know him, and if I should say, I know him not, I shall be a liar just like you. But I know him and keep his commandments, his sayings. All right, so I have to end here because my time is up, but I'd love to take this up tomorrow. Now, the Pope is saying that he feels sad. If he felt sad, then uh, we're not supposed to feel sad. Uh, ashamed or something like that, you're supposed to prosecute him instead of saying, he said, these people, you know, there's so much temptation in the world. Well, then why don't they say it about people that are raping people? That's uh, When you know that the lawless one is here, 
because him saying I'm ashamed, but you know, there's, you know, the devil is just tempting everybody. Instead of saying, get the power of God so that the devil can't touch you. All right, well, I, this is just aggravating to me. And as I said, the reason I'm saying these things is to protect those people and their children at that place uh, in Texas. I don't know whether they did anything. It's just sad that they didn't get their doctrine out, because if they did, then I'd be able to determine whether they're of the Lord or not. But I know one thing is for sure the government is not of the Lord. They're of their father, the devil. Okay, well, now let's get saved. You want to be saved? Well, here's your opportunity. You want to be a member of the Lord's body and not be a reprobate anymore like these uh, evil people that were sons of the devil? Say this word, this prayer, this words to the Lord. Say these words to him and say them right now. Say, my Lord and my God, have mercy upon my soul, a sinner. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God, and I believe that he died on the cross and shed his precious blood. For the forgiveness of all my former filthy sins, and I believe that you, Father God, raised Jesus from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. I open the door of my heart, and I invite you, Father Jesus, uh, your, your Father, and the Holy Spirit into my very heart. And uh, wash all my former filthy sins away in the precious blood that you shed for me. You will not turn me away, Lord Jesus. You will save my soul, I know, because your word says so. Your word is king. Your word says that all that call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Therefore, I have called upon you, Father. I have called upon you, Jesus. I have called upon you, Holy Spirit. And I know that you've heard me, and I know that uh, you've answered me, and I know that I'm saved. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. Now raise your hands up and praise and thank the Lord. And Sharon, now tell them how they can receive a copy of this program, number 615, for free, including postage and handling. Go to alamoministries.com or write to Tony Alamo Christian Ministries, P.O. Box 6467, Texarkana, Texas 75505, or call area code 479-782-7370. That's 479-782-7370 or fax to area code 479-782-7406. All right, this is World uh, Pastor Tony Alamo, and um, make sure you tune in again for another powerful message from the Lord. Uh, remember, all these people are brainwashed, and they're brain damaged, that are uh, going after that evil Pope. Uh, this one is totally unscriptural. Tune in tomorrow, and here are the Jordanaires to sing for you, Power in the Blood. Would you be free from the burden of sin? There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power. In the, blood in the blood of the Lamb, there is power, power, wonder working power in the precious blood of the Lamb.
from your passion and pride. There's power in the blood, power in the blood. Come for a cleansing to Calvary's tide. There's wonderful power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, great power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. In the precious blood of the Lamb, there is power, power, wonder-working power. In the blood of the Lamb, there is power, great power, wonder-working power. In the precious blood of the Lamb. 